Thank you so much, Johanna, and thank you everyone for coming. Whether you're listening um, live or whether you're seeing this uh, on video or a podcast or in maybe a written form even, we try to come at it from all angles every week on whatever we're talking about. And right now we're in the second week of what I call the five questions or the five big questions. And, and these really, as best I can tell, are the five biggest questions that humanity has pondered over, um, puzzled over, maybe not been able to come to a consensus uh, that are still kind of open-ended for your life. Uh, these are the things that, you know, when we're in our 20s or in college or around that time in our life, you know, with our friends, we tend to talk about these things. What's the meaning of life? Uh, what is my purpose? Uh, sometimes in a midlife kind of situation, people start thinking more about what their purpose is, especially if they feel like it's not happening Okay, uh, and then um, what is the, the greatest lie that can, if you believe it, if you fall for it, it's kind of an illusion or a, or a carrot tempting you into the woods, metaphorically, so to speak, if you fall for that lie, can absolutely ruin and destroy your life and everyone you care about. And, what, and on the other hand, is there a universal truth, a greatest truth, that if you are able to find this hidden gem and believe that and enact that in your life, it will kind of like a rudder on a ship take you toward your best possible life. And then finally, the last one, how do you resolve your biggest problem right now? Okay, uh, I don't know that there's any uh, question out there, even about corona, that would crack those five questions as being the most important in anyone's life. Actually, number five might be corona for some people right now. But anyway, this week we're at number two, and I'm, I'm, we're going to open up the line just a minute for some discussion, which was wonderful last week. But I want to encourage you one more time before that, one of the re main reasons I'm doing this is, guys, we've got to start talking about this important stuff again. We've got to start talking about these spiritual principles and what is the most important thing in life and is that in line with what I'm doing and what you're doing and, or are we living in a way that violates the meaning of life and our purpose in life. Are we falling for that greatest lie, you know? And so I give my two cents every week on these issues, but one of the main things I'm wanting to do is we let's start talking about them again, okay? So invite people over, have a pizza, and um, start talking about one of these, okay? What do you think the meaning of life is? What do you think about it, this being live versus true? What do you think is your particular purpose in life, and why, and how did you come to that, and how old were you, and do you still feel that way? Do you feel like you have a secondary purpose? You know, let's start talking about these things again, these things that are the most important issues of our life, of our family, of our health, of our society. Uh, and one thing we've seen recently 
with uh, the, the global pandemic over corona is people kind of maybe resetting a little bit, saying, you know what, I had gotten really caught up in that rat race out there of screens and wake up every day and not really think about what you're doing, just tick off your to-do list and then relax as best you can on the evenings and weekends and then start it all over again. But as far as it being tied to my greater meaning and purpose for life, yeah, I, maybe I've kind of lost contact with that a little bit, okay? So um, let's start talking again, all right? And uh, today is what is your specific purpose for your life, okay? How do you find that? Once you find it, how do you live it? What are the things that are going to come against you being able to live that successfully? How do you deal with those issues? And they will come up. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about it. So, Johanna, do we have anyone who wants to talk? Okay. Well, um, if you want to talk about that with Alex right now, you can raise your hand. I see a hand coming up already. Star 1. I mean, star two is going to raise your hand, and I'll be able to unmute your line so you can um, ask Alex. And if you are on the web, you can type in your question, and I will ask Alex, uh, and he can address that for you. So star two is going to raise your hand. So go ahead and start raising your hand if you have a question or comment for Alex. Our first caller is... Um, your number ends in 5870. I think I know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Johanna. Good morning, Alex. Marilyn, uh, how are you today? I'm half awake. It's 4 o'clock in the morning here. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, I had All to right. well, I was hoping you would call in. What What is your two cents on purpose in life? Well, I did find the videos this week on, on on your call, and what I liked about it was uh, all, all these years you hear people say, find what you love doing and, you know, you'll be successful and everything else. And um, there's other things I like doing, but it didn't mean I wanted to make a career out of them. They were more something that right. I just enjoyed doing because I enjoyed doing it. So... It kind of confused me a bit. When I listened to you, I liked where you said, if you don't find something you love doing, then love what you do. Right. And I, I, I like that because I feel that if you do love what you do, even if it's just like you said, digging ditches, then right. I think you will bring into your life something that you then realize that's what you want to do um, if I'm getting myself, um, you know, and I sort of thought about, you know, what 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 do I really want to do? Sort of listening to what you said, I thought, what do I really want to do? I've always loved teaching, um, mm -hmm. and I was going to be a teacher when I was in school, but I finished school at ten because I had the opportunity to go overseas and work, and I took that. And then when I was in my twenties, I discovered I could do crafts, and so I have taught off and on. Um, kids and adults craft and I when I turned 60 I, I decided I wanted to learn 
to paint and I think that's where I would like to go. I would like to, even though I'm not very good at painting yet, I would like to actually set a goal, if you want to call it that, to see if I can learn to paint well enough to teach others because I feel art is healing. Yeah. And I would like to combine the two, you know, share, share trilogy with people through art. I don't know. That's just sort of what's come up this week for me. Yeah, I love that, Marilyn. And um, I, I think those are those are both legitimate. Find what you love. Find what you're gifted at. Find what you're naturally good at. And you're right. We've been talking about that for probably a hundred years uh, in the fields of trying to to help people. But the other side is if you can be in a place of love while you dig the ditch or um, whatever it is you're doing. In other words, not that you love digging ditches, but you're digging ditches in love, then it's still totally win, win, win. In fact, in fact, that's the harder thing to do is to do what you don't necessarily like in love. The thing that we're gifted at, we're usually pretty good at doing that in love. I mean, that that comes natural to most of us. But And I learned that when uh, after Hope kicked me out of the house. And my most dreaded thing in the world was to clean toilets, and I would not do it. And if I ever had to do it, which I did sometimes, I mean, I had the worst attitude and grumbling and, you know, can't wait to get done with this. And then after a spiritual transformation, I didn't even think about it. All of a sudden, I'm cleaning toilets, singing joyfully, and was absolutely in a place of love, joy, and peace. Hope had never seen that in me, cleaning a toilet. And I didn't try to change, Marilyn. I didn't make 1% of effort to change that. It was changed in me once I fully committed to love. I had a, I had a grandmother who I have no memory of at all. We have some pictures, but I have no memory. I'm the youngest grandson of the youngest grandson. And... Um, She'd already died in her sleep by the time I was to the age where I remember things. But everyone has always told me, you know, she she may have been an actual angel. I mean, there's people we say they're an angel. She may actually have been one. And so I've asked, well, why do you say that? What was it about her? And they said, and, and every single person, and, the, and some of these were just people in the town where she lived when I went for the funeral, um, and um, every one of them said the same thing. No matter what she did, she was in, she like was in this zone, this like cocoon of love, joy, peace. She was smiling, she was singing, she was humming, she had this warmth, you know. And uh, about one person in a thousand does that naturally. In other words, they naturally choose love when they get to that age rather than intentionally having a difficult decision doing that, going away from seek pain, uh, seek pleasure, avoid pain. For the 999 of us, it doesn't come natural. We have to 
learn it, we have to make a hard transition that is difficult for us, and we still struggle the rest of our life to some extent. But I do believe you can get to a place where you can literally do anything and be in any circumstance and still be in a place of love, joy, peace. And, and some people might say, well, what about someone close to you dying? Well, you would have an underlying love, joy, and peace with a great sorrow and sadness, your love for that person. You'd have both at the same time. But the love, joy, peace would not go away. It would still be down there as the foundation on which you stand, even on those difficult situations. So um, I love what you said, Marilyn. I agree with you. And um, I, I'm, I'm all for both. Find what you love, do that. But more importantly, make that total commitment that I'm choosing love in the present moment as best I can, regardless of circumstances, regardless of end results, forever, no matter what. And when you truly mean that, and you can't fool your unconscious, your unconscious knows if you really mean it or not, when you do, probably for the first time in your life, your unconscious releases the safety features. It quits sending you negative thoughts, feelings to protect you and starts to send you love, joy, peace, and love, joy, peace chemicals, love, joy, peace hormones, love, joy, peace signals to your immune system, etc. So sorry, that's winded, but yeah, I, I love what you said. It felt far less stressful to think of, okay, I don't have to find what I love and be successful at it in the sense that people, like a career, it it felt far less uh, stressful to think, okay, just love what I'm doing and just see what happens. That's right. That's right. And I, and I believe that, by the way. I believe if you're like, I don't have a clue what my purpose is, but I am going to fully commit to love. Hmm. Um. I believe it's probably not going to be very far down the road you will find your particular gifting purpose in, in that way. But I believe all of us have a purpose to realize there's a fear path and a love path and to make that commitment that's maybe an even bigger commitment than your wedding vows or anything like that. Um, to love for the rest of my life, no matter what. Yeah. Do I have time to say something else? Johanna, do we have people waiting? Uh, right now, no. We don't have any other hands up yet. Oh, right ahead, Marilyn. Okay. The other thing I, I got out of, I, I watched both. I can't remember which one you said. But you talked about um, finding a memory to feel joy, love, or peace. And... I found that interesting because I, I've, I've been part of the healing family. I think 2011 was when I started, and I know I'm not the person I was. I know I've healed so much, but actually feeling joy, feeling love, feeling happy, I, it, it's not something I could say, yes, I can actually feel that. And mm-hmm. um, and, and I, I tried to sort of think of a memory and... And I thought, oh, I don't have any memories. And then I went, oh, I went back to a time in my life 
it would have been six. And it was between when my dad still was in the church and when my dad left the church and became a minister and then all the thou shouts and thou shalt not came into my life. And we lived on a sheep farm in New Zealand and I, I could find a memory where I felt joy. And so yeah, that is wonderful. What, and and if you can't find it, you can create one. You know, that's what yeah, that's but, what part of memory engineering is. But most people can find something. And 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 I just thought, wow, because I think there was very little joy in my life because everything I enjoyed doing was a sin, according to my parents. Um, but I was able to remember that memory. And so, like you said, I'm now going back and feeling the joy of that memory. And then as I, like you said, then eventually you don't need the memory to feel the joy. And so that's something else I got from listening to to those videos. And the other thought that went through my head was maybe there is hope for me after all because my father preached you could get to victory over sin and I never felt that I could. And so my whole life... You know, I felt I was a bad person. But listening to these videos of yours, that's what went through my head. Finally, there might be hope for me after all. Wow. You know, that. thank you for telling me that, Marilyn. I cannot tell you what that means to me, what you just said, because that's the whole reason I'm doing all of this is, is uh, to me, um, the news is, not good news. It is the most unbelievable, unfathomable, miraculous news there could ever be for you and your life. You know, something like that um, that is available for free to everyone. And and it is uh, not a perfect life, but it is certainly a life of love, joy, peace, fulfillment, uh, the best health for you, which is going to be different from somebody else. But, yeah, that's exactly what it's all about. There's, there's not only hope, you can have it today. Now, you may not feel it today, but you can have it starting today. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it is. I, I really am enjoying listening to it. And, like I said, it's just so opposite to what I had preached at me uh, growing up. Me too. And, and I just, yeah, and, and like I said, you feel, okay. Maybe I can do this. Me too. And and uh and that's exactly how I felt, um, uh, Marilyn, when this first happened to me after Hope kicked me out of the house and I had that spiritual experience is is I just started weeping and it's you mean there's still hope for me, Alex, the the screw up, the dentist, the menace, the you know, there's still hope for me and oh gosh, it's just to to I mean, it's one thing to hear the words. It's one thing to hear the words and even believe them. It's another thing to hear the words and experience them. And um, I believe I've gotten to the experience of that, which is um, beyond gold. It's just, and and you can't describe it with words. Yeah. All right, Johanna. Anyone else? Yes, thank you, Marilyn. Um, thank you, Marilyn. Yeah, we have another caller, and your number is Sutler. You're from South Carolina, and your number ends in 2518. 2518, your line is open. 
Hi, Alex and Johanna. This is Linda Brewer. Linda, Hi, good Linda. to hear from you. How are you doing? I'm great, sweet lady. Um, expound upon one's purpose, because we all have the universal purpose, to, um, I, I believe, to be truth and love and light. But how do you get to the core of how, what you're to do to earn money and to be productive in life and with peace and joy and love? Right. Okay. Well, uh, question number one was what is the meaning of life? And what we explored was there's no way you can answer that question until you come to a conclusion about what is the true worldview. Is it God? Is it no God? Is it uh, evolution only? Is it God with evolution? Is it who's God? You know, uh, until you come to a conclusion about what is the truth, not just not just saying it's true because we don't want to offend anybody and and oh I just want to love everybody so I'm I'm for all the religions well I'm all for loving everybody too but um it is not possible all the religions are true because there's things in them that are specifically mutually exclusive okay so item number 1 is what is the, what is the worldview that would then establish your meaning for your life? And I looked at everyone I could find, and I could only find one that had all four of the elements I felt like I needed if this thing was going to be love-based, which is love, truth, grace, and justice. A lot of them had all of them but justice. Okay, some of them had all of them but grace, but none none had them all except one. Okay, so now for Alex, I've got my meaning. So then my purpose for me, Alex, because of what my meaning is, because this is the worldview I believe, my purpose now is to act in to in right relationship with God through Jesus for me. And so the next question is, well, what does God want of me? Okay, if that's my worldview and, and, and my, my purpose then is to be right with God, then, it's, then the next step is, all right, God, what are your plans for me? What, what, what is your purpose for me that might be a little different from Hope's purpose, which might be a little different from Harry and George's purpose and Johanna's and yours, Linda, okay? So I'm seeking that, and even if I don't have it yet, that's okay because I'm, I'm still just walking every 30 minutes as best I can in love, joy, and peace until I have that specific thing that I feel like is something I'm supposed to do that may involve my giftings or it may not. It may be, you know what? There's this corona quarantine thing, and um, they've asked for volunteers to deliver food or blah, 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 blah. 
and I love to drive, and I've got a car that gets good gas mileage, and I've got the time, and I'd like to get out some. So I'm going to choose that as my purpose, uh, maybe one of my main purposes for the next month is to go help as many people as I can by going to Kroger and delivering milk and eggs. and, and th Well, but after a month, that maybe is gone. So now, okay, what's my purpose now? And you just keep rebooting that up until you feel like, okay, for the foreseeable future, now I've got something that I feel like is my purpose from God in right relationship with him that I am supposed to be doing. Now, I'll be doing other things too, and the rule on those is, you know, try to do them in love, joy, peace, in a win-win-win situation always, okay? Not just for me, but win-win-win for everybody, and work until I get to that place, all right? And I may be on that the rest of my life, or maybe not. I mean, for 18 years, I've been doing the healing codes pretty much the same way the whole time. And this year, starting just a few months ago, I changed everything and went from 75% product focus every week to 75% um, teaching for free every week. Okay? And that was a big change for me. Now, 10 years ago, I did not feel like I was supposed to do that. But this year, I did. And, and I did. All right? Now, something may come next year that – so what I'm saying is that purpose may be a lifetime thing. It may be something that changes um, every year, every eight years. Or you may have two purposes. I think I'm supposed to be doing this and this, or I think I'm supposed to add this now. Or I've done that long enough. So it's time to let that go and go on to something else. It, it's, it's individual and custom to each person, but it has to flow from being in harmony with my worldview, my meaning of life, and then choosing that path of love versus path of fear in whatever I do until I feel confident I'm supposed to do this for a while. And then always being open to change, you know, with, with anything that might come into my life. So does that help? Yes, it helps tremendously. Um, and can I make it more personal for a moment? Yes, of course. Well, for 40 years I knew my purpose in life was to love and take care of a voice and support him. And then when he passed away, then my whole purpose went away, or 99% of my purpose went away, and then I got sick. And so it's, it's been a... It's been a season and a time of life when I don't feel like I have a purpose, and but I'm at peace, and so this that was very helpful. Thank you. All right. Well, well, I would say when you're in a time where you don't feel like you have a purpose, then your purpose defaults to the present in love, joy, peace as best I can, regardless of results, all that, 
until I feel like something comes into my life or or in my relationship with God that says, ah, ah, okay, I'm supposed to focus on this now some for a while. So now this becomes a purpose too. But the default is always that in harmony, right relationship with God, and in harmony with what I believe is the true worldview, and then presented as far as purpose, step number two, there's a path of fear and a path of love. My brain and nervous system are built to function miraculously on love, joy, and peace. They malfunction every single time if I choose the fear path. So, you know, based on that, my purpose is always to commit to long-term, short-term, all of the time as best I can, love, joy, peace in the present. So that's always a purpose for me. And, and, but then you can have another one, two more, in different areas of your life. And, Johanna, I think we're about done with that part. Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you. All right. Okay, so, um, Alex, did you, did you mean you didn't want to have any other questions, or was there anything else you wanted uh, we to We can do one more clarify? if there's one more. Okay, there's no hands up, but um, I did send you something that you said you might address to clarify. Ah, when you're teaching. I may have forgotten about that. What was it? Okay. <laughs> um Okay, it was about a person who was a little um, bothered by the the teaching about pain pleasure and that. Oh yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, someone watched some of the spiritual laws videos and said they were uh, concerned, upset. I don't know the exact language they used about me saying that um, seeking pleasure is a bad thing. Okay. Uh, so let me explain that just a little bit. Seeking pleasure is not always a bad thing, okay? Uh, I had a client who was a very strict vegetarian, one of the most strict I've ever seen, and she was in horrible health. Uh, and, and I've seen a commonality of that over time, 20, 30 years, with people who are too strict about their diet um, very often it becomes a huge stress point to them and their health starts to actually deteriorate. And I told her to go eat a hamburger and she almost wanted to go get a gun and shoot me for saying that because she was a strict vegetarian. But she did and all of a sudden felt better than she had in 10 years. Well, I don't know that it was the hamburger that did it. I think that going and getting the hamburger broke the control issue, okay? Um, we are we work best when we live in balance, okay? I love ice cream, all right? I'll eat some ice cream maybe once a week or something like that and really, really enjoy it and not feel guilty or anything like that. Uh, if, I ate ice, if I ate a quart of ice cream every day, that would probably put me out of balance with that, okay? So uh, the pleasure is a balanced thing. And it's also that the pleasure is not your meaning or purpose in life. When pleasure becomes your purpose in life, 
that's when it becomes a negative thing instead of a positive. If your purpose in life is love, regardless of the circumstances, not pleasure, then yeah, it's wonderful. Go, go, go stay in balance, but go ride go-karts, go jump out of an airplane, go, uh, go have some ice cream, go to the movies. Uh, we, we do, all right? I think, in fact, I think it's unhealthy not to do pleasurable things. You need those in your life. It's just not those are, those are just not your purpose for life. Your purpose is love, joy, peace, relationships, etc. So, but, but sorry if I, if I left that impression, pleasure's always bad. It's absolutely not. It's only when that becomes your purpose. Perfect, that's it Thank you.